0: My name is Isaac, and here with me is David.
1: If you've tuned into any of our previous podcasts, you might know that we've been having a theme of relationships.
0: Yeah, so we talked about relationship with God in our first episode, and in the second one, we talked about relationship with significant others.
1: And today, we're going to be focusing on relationships with the family.
0: And that's another really important topic, so I'm looking forward to hearing about it from Pastor Frank. But before that, we're going to have a special treat.
1: Yes or having Mrs. Nazario bring us a skit. And before we jump into our segments today, let's start off with some worship music given to us by the Spring Meadows worship team. Feel free to sing along and enjoy the music as we prepare to dive into talking about relationships.
2: Found in the desert
3: The definition of the word relationship is the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected, or the state of being connected. Maria, my mom, was born and raised in Brooklyn, and I was brought up in the family home that she lived most of her life in. When I got married, I bought the house across the street, which coincidentally was also a home that my mom lived in as a small child. We wanted to remain close to each other. If ever I asked her if she would consider living someplace else, she would candidly reply in her tough Italian New Yorkese, "'The only way I'm leaving this house is in a coffin.'" This became the running joke in the family. However, 18 years ago, when her mother died, my nonna Camille, Mom didn't feel the same about that old Brooklyn house. Also about that time, my husband and I were searching for a better place to raise our children. I told my mother that she had nothing left in Brooklyn— and that she should come and live with me in Florida. My mom agreed and said, My life is only worth living if I'm around the ones I love. Well, yes, we do have that kind of relationship. A bond. A love for one another that is stronger than any house, memory, or circumstance. My relationship with mom had me thinking of Ruth and Naomi. Ruth was Naomi's daughter-in-law, and when her husband died, Naomi's son, Naomi urged Ruth to return to her childhood home where her family was from. Naomi knew that she had nothing to offer Ruth, and she also knew that her people would not be as loving or accepting of Ruth. But the Bible tells us in Ruth 1:16 and 17, But Ruth replied, Don't urge me to leave you or turn back from you. Where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. Ruth's bond with Naomi was so deep, it was a relationship that transcended blood. So strong, they were willing to stick together despite tough circumstances. This story should make us realize that the depths of our relationships are not limited by biology, but can grow and flourish by demonstrating the deep love of Jesus as we care for one another.
4: Hello, uh, good afternoon. This is uh, Franco Tari. I am so delighted to be here in this podcast. And uh, just I was told to talk a little bit about family relationships. Uh, I would like to uh, open with the Word of God in 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 8. And it says, But if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever." In other words, what Paul is trying to say is that we have to start with the message in our house before we go out. And the Lord Jesus wants to help us in this, within this event. Um, I, 50 years ago exactly, uh, my wife and I and a little baby came to the States. Uh, Bobby was only 11 days old when we came to the States to study, to work, and to make our living here in this uh, beautiful country. Uh, Today, uh, we are 21. After 50 years, we are 21. And next month, we are going to be 22. So how do we relate to each one of them? But let me tell you what I do and of course each one of us have a different ways of dealing with family members and, and this is what uh, we do uh, before i open my eyes in the morning i my eyes closed i turn because i um, i sleep with my bible beside me and in my bible in the front of the bible i have the picture of each one of my kids right there kids and Uh, their spouses, uh, their children, and I pray for each one of them that the Lord bless them that day, that the Lord be with them, that Jesus Christ can be exalted through them, and uh, that the Lord be exalted in such a way that other people also may know the Lord Jesus Christ. So I started my relationship with Jesus first in the morning as I opened my eyes, before I opened my eyes really, and then I prayed, and I prayed for each one of them. I, and some <clears throat> Sometimes I stay a long, long time, because each one is a different family, and and. Uh, The beautiful thing is that uh, we all live close together. Uh, We have one of my sons and his wife, um, five of my grandkids. They live uh, exactly about uh, 900 steps from my house. You can imagine that. And the other one lives uh, with his family about uh, four miles from the house. And the other two children, they live about half an hour or 25 minutes from the house. So we have something that uh, uh, not too many people have, to have the kids, the grandkids, the family close together. So we spent a lot of time together. Um, I still remember when we were in Texas, I was a pastor over there. It was interesting that uh, some of my kids used to say, Daddy, you have to move to Florida because over here every weekend we have a party. Really? Because it's just like uh, this last Sunday was the birthday of one of my kids. And, uh, and it's interesting because we communicate with them. Uh, I tell them that I'm praying for them, that uh, we love them. We communicate in my house with hugs, with kisses, with texts, with uh, emails, with phone calls. We spend time together. And it's interesting because uh, many times we play soccer on Sundays together. Uh, we have uh, we play ping pong. We do a lot of things together. We eat together. And um, we have such a beautiful experience with each one of them. Uh, we treat all my kids uh, just the same because we love each one of them. And we tell them. My wife tells them. I tell them. We love you. You are very special for Jesus. You are very special for us. Uh, well, uh, in the couple last week, in the last two weeks, um, I've been uh, taking each one of my grandkids, the boys, together, and I tell them I want you to choose any restaurant, and uh, we are going to spend a couple of hours together. Interesting enough, I have done already with five of them. I just have one more to go. My wife is doing the same thing. In that experience, um, just uh, uh, I, I tell them how they are very special to us, that we love them so much unconditionally, that uh, that uh, Jesus is their friend, their savior. Uh, they have to give him a first place in their lives, and um, and I tell them, you know, uh, uh, we are here for you, uh, we love you, and have a kiss, hugs, and that's it. And I've been doing with all the kids, uh, with our boys, and my wife is doing with the girls. We have six boys, six girls now we are doing the same thing with the couples we are doing with my kids now taking the couples out my wife and i we tell them hey you choose whatever restaurant you want to go we want to spend time with you we take them we say the same thing to them they we love them you are very special to us we kiss them we love them and uh, we are here for you Uh, the beautiful thing is that uh, i just retired two months ago three months ago and so we are a little bit freer of doing other things i told them uh, you know if your cars need to be fixed we have 13 13 cars in the family 13 or 14 i think 15. Um, uh, if the car needs to be repaired uh, so they call me, like yesterday one of them called me. Can you take this to the mechanic? Sure, I take the car to the mechanic. Uh, then they call us again today. Can you take our son to to the to the doctor or to bring them home from school or to do this and to do that? And so we are there for them no matter the time, in the morning, after noon, night we're just doing it because we love them and we tell them see th- we are in this world only uh, it's only temporary our goal is to be with jesus forever because he is coming soon and he is coming again that is our key goal and i remind each one of my kids i said just remember that i have the pre- of course they don't remember this that we dedicate them <laughs> we dedicate them when they were little kids but we baptized each one of them and i said you know you were baptized when you were 10 years old the other one you were baptized when you were nine the other one you were baptized when you were eight and my daughter you were baptized when you were eight and you all belong to jesus your names are written in the books of heaven but especially in Jesus' hands you are very special to jesus so this is the way how we are just my wife and i we don't judge anybody we don't criticize anybody we lift everybody we pray for everybody we see the best in all of them, because we all represent Jesus on this earth. Now, as we have done this with our kids, now we are trying to reach our in-laws. So we are spending time with our in-laws and uh, we have four couples and we're trying to spend time with one, trying to spend time with the other. We have an excellent relationship with each one of them and all of them, they live close to us. Amazing! They all live in Florida, and that has been a blessing to us. Now, now we said we have to reach the rest of the family. My nephews, my nieces. Uh, we have four nieces who live here in America, and one, one of them lives in Texas. And so, uh, but the rest, they all live in Ecuador. So now we have a Bible study going on on Sunday night from from nine to ten thirty, my time. Eight, ta- eight, there at uh, time over there, and so praise God for this Zoom that I never knew how to do this kind of thing, but now the whole family, all my nephews some of them who are not Christians yet, and they are there listening. It's amazing. So we, I said, they were saying, how can we study the Bible with you, Tio? And I said, well, the thing is this. Uh, let's let's go with the book of John, the book of John. So we have gone already seven sessions, seven Sundays, and uh, every Sunday we touch one chapter of the book of John because they have to know Jesus. I said, if you don't know Jesus, you know nothing. You can know the prophecies. You can know the, all the Bible. Bible, but if you don't know Jesus, and the book of John was written specifically so that you may know Jesus Christ, that is the Messiah, and knowing him, you have eternal life. So we are going step by step, and they said, wow, we have have never studied the book of John so deep. And I said, deep? That's not deep in one hour. You can't chap one chapter in one hour. I used to teach in Costa Rica when I was the, when I was the, the, the president of the, of the university of there and professor of theology. I used to teach just chapter one, 30 hours. And I said, this is not deep, but it's just enough for you to know that without Jesus, we have nothing. So we have a. Blast uh, every Sunday night, but also uh, Jesus not only said um, that we have to be um, uh, our testimony be with our family, with our relatives uh, who are close to us and far away, but also with our neighbors. So I'm praying for each one of my neighbors, each one around my neighborhood, and uh, I've been several of them have asked me to pray for them, and I said, "I we love you. You are very special." To, to us, and, and this, is th- this is the bottom line of all relationships. If you have Jesus, you have everything. You love people, you care for people, you talk to people, you lift people. And the Bible says that Peter, when he went and when he walked, he says, the Bible says that his he shadow healed people. And that's what I want my shadow, whatever I go just to heal people wherever we go that they can see jesus in us not us but jesus is us that they can see his love his kindness his mercy because one of these days we are going to heaven and we hope and pray that if you are listening to to us here today that you also have that relationship with jesus with your children grandchildren family, friends, that they may also know that one of these days we are going to go to heaven. The Lord bless you. It has been a privilege to be here with you.
0: Thank you so much, Pastor Frank, for that awesome worship thought. We really enjoyed hearing how you're building relationships with your family. Well, I
1: guess that brings us to the end of our podcast. But we can't go without thanking you guys for just taking some time
0: out of your day to listen to us. That's right. Feel free to share this podcast with your friends and keep spreading the message.
1: And if you want to send a message to us, you can send it at podcast at And if you want to find out just a little bit more about us, you can go to springmetals.org. We hope you tune in next time to God's Nominate Stand, and have an awesome week.
2: Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so.